Hello and welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And before I begin, I just want to say shush! No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to make sure that y'all were uh, like awake. I'm paying attention. I'm awake. I promise. <laughs> Holy God. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, All right. It's, well, it's. It's Ken's world, and we're just living in it this week. Yeah, yeah. I think. you know, I just, I, I every so often, and Jeremy knows this. I try to like keep everyone on their toes with that mm-hmm. opener, and this episode is no different. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, what nugs, chilling, grindage, Weezing. and uh, yeah, exactly. Weezing. And, we- <laughs> and wheezing the juice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As we will be talking about the 1992 classic, well, for me anyway, Encino Man, <laughs> and oh my goodness, there's a lot of a lot of actors, name a lot of named actors that have just resurfaced here in 2023, and we will be talking about that. But before we do that, you know, Jeremy and myself, we would like to welcome back Michael back to the podcast. Whee! I know, man. Last 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 time I was here, we were talking about the Oscars and who was going to take what home. And this this film, say what you will about this film, but it's got two 2023 <laughs> Oscar winners on the in the cast now. And Full also circle, Polly Shore, man. But yeah, yeah. Full circle. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this was the last time we saw Michael. Was I like he mentioned? the oscar season but also we covered the movie almost famous so if you want to check out that episode that's a pretty good one a lot of crazy stuff happens a lot of story a lot of character uh basically the exact opposite (laughs) of (laughs) (laughs) this is also this is also a heartwarming coming of age tale i don't know what you're talking (laughs) you know self-acceptance and all of you know Knowing yes. when you're taking advantage advantage of someone and trying to make it right, etc. Blah 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 blah. Integrity, all the same hallmarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same movies, execution of, uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, both <laughs> movies take place in high school, <laughs> a high school, <laughs> at least for part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, you know what? Let's get right into it just because we got a lot to talk about, um, especially since we have Michael. I mean, you know what? He's he's a pro. For those of you, again, I, I like to always mention this. Michael's a, a podcaster just like ourselves. And so I feel like we're going to be on autopilot today. It's just uh, it really is easy whenever Michael does come on board. And so, guys, let's get right into our soup du jour. What is the, sorry? What is the soup du jour? Uh, well, Michael, I'm glad you asked. It's actually the soup of the day. Mm, that sounds good. Also, we'll yeah, have that. You know what? <laughs> and you know what? You could call me Flo. Um, <laughs> and we'll you know cue the laughing hysterically. Uh, but really, the soup du jour has been renamed uh, because that used to be our ritual, and so we're bringing it back old school today. We will be talking about and sharing one notable movie or TV show that we've watched recently that we want to basically uh, kind of get a little bit of light out there on on these projects. So, um, Jeremy, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and jump right in? What have you been watching lately? Okay. So, I'm going to bring up a show that I've talked about endlessly here on the pod. 
Um, so the we talked about the new Superman and Lois casting uh, offline in a bit of uh, a little bit earlier, but because right now I'm wearing my no flights no tights Smallville T-shirt. But what just aired yesterday at the time of this recording is the season finale of season three of Superman and Lois, mm. and oh my goodness, it was crazy just the way that it ends. And it, I'm just saying, um, I'm going to say it right now. I think Tyler Hecklin is actually my favorite Clark yeah. Kent Superman yeah. as of right now. I like that. I, I'll go for that. I've seen, I haven't seen all of, I saw some of season one, but like I saw all of his appearances on Supergirl. But yeah, I, I really dig, dig his portrayal. Yeah, Supergirl was a bit rough. <laughs> his um definitely didn't find his footing. The writing mm. obviously didn't help him in Supergirl, but Superman Lois definitely kicks it up a notch. And um season two wasn't the greatest. It was still mm. good, but yeah. season three brings it back around, and I'm glad that the show actually got renewed. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what James Gunn does with Superman Legacy because the casting, you know, uh it looks pretty good. Oh man, we're just getting hyped for DC. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna approach DC from a positive. Nowhere to go but up, y'all. I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. stoked. I'm stoked for Blue. I'm stoked for Blue Beetle though. Like the Cobra Kai fan in me is just beaming that Shola Maduena has got got that going on, and I, I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's probably gonna bomb just because no one knows about it. But hey, That's you know true, what? As, but it, as far as us, we'll go see it, well, right? Yeah, It'll be me. I'll I'll be in there. I'll, I will go in there knowing full well that like it's gonna be full of Cobra Kai fans yeah. uh, in the theater. So I'll be among <laughs> my people. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. And that all uh, that's all that matters, right? And yeah. hopefully it's entertaining. Hopefully it's yeah. written pretty good at least. Uh, Michael, do you want to jump in on uh, this soup du jour segment that we have? Sure. Um, so just briefly mention um, for uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So I just rewatched Last Crusade, which I loved. I forget how much how fun that one is because it's essentially just like a buddy comedy between Indy and his father, Sean Connery. But in terms of um, I want to put a little more shine on this because I feel like it's like one of those movies where you just assume everybody knows about it because it's all it was. It's always on TV. But I feel like not a lot of people do. In the same vein of like showing someone a someone a beloved movie from your childhood and like being like, oh god, I hope they like it or what or they don't, whatever. Um, I showed my wife. Uh, she had never seen Joe Dirt, so I showed it to her over the weekend. Oh, um, she really likes Emperor's New Groove, so like I kind of reverse engineered the David Spade of it all. Like I showed her Tommy Boy for the first time like a couple Whoa. months ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> she. The funniest thing about that is that she was like making small talk with her coworkers and they were talking about their favorite comedies. And one of them mentioned Tommy boy. And another person was like, Oh, I've never seen it. They're like, you ever seen Tommy boy, but like she kept her mouth shut. So she came home from work. She's like, can we watch Tommy boy? So <laughs> can <laughs> I can cover my tracks, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. But, but she liked Joe dirt. I was surprised. And I mean, it, it was weird. I was paying attention to it in a different way than I have previously. Um, maybe like not watching with commercial breaks kind of does that. But I, I mean, for me, I'd, I'd say it holds up. It's, it's got a lot of probably one of the better, like weird little Christopher Walken roles that he's had in his filmography. But yeah, Joe Dirt, modern comedy classic. I think the first, technically the first Happy Madison movie under that production umbrella. Oh man, you know what? I 
don't remember Joe Dirt. I do remember watching it. I just don't remember details other than his mullet. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, I mean, you guys have watched uh, some recent familiar things, obviously, uh, with Superman and Lois for Jeremy, Joe Dirt for... I almost said Meet Joe Dirt. That's that's not the same movie as <laughs> Meet Joe Black. Uh, Joe <laughs> yeah. Dirt. I will actually be mentioning uh, something new that I just recently watched. I actually watched uh, Asteroid City, um, uh, directed by Wes Anderson. And uh, I mean, we're we're recording this in uh, June, late June of 2023. And uh, one of the things that's very popular right now on TikTok is the Wes Anderson trend, uh, where literally every everyone's just trying to you know be their own Wes Anderson. They wish. They wish. Yes, they're missing a lot of nuanced, like camera movements and all that stuff, the Mm. color grading and everything. And Asteroid City is just vintage Wes Anderson. It's just Wes Anderson flexing with his cast as usual and with his eccentricness. Um, I enjoyed it. It was uh, a lot of subtle humor, which I like. (laughs) And uh, I highly recommend it just uh, just because it's uh Wes Anderson and so I- I'm a little disappointed it only made nine million in its opening Yikes. week Dang. which is not good at all which mm. is surprising because of the Wes Anderson trend on TikTok so it just basically just shows how little of a bubble we all live in in terms mm-hmm. of social media so what you see isn't necessarily what it is so I mean obviously uh, people just mm-hmm. hop in that trend Everybody's make well, you know, like I think the Wes Anderson thing is kind of dead. Everybody's making grimace TikToks now. Yeah. Oh, is it now? Because I think of so. The yeah. Shake? Like yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that. Wait, I was like, you're telling me that thing doesn't taste like ube? I wonder what it does taste like. They said it's like fruity cereal milk or something. I'm like, that's no fun. Like, like yeah. tricks when it bleeds into the milk or something. That's what I picture. But who knows. I don't know. Just like you, I picture Ube. <laughs> yeah. I think purple. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Asteroid City is going to make me probably do a reverse watch of Wes Anderson. I'll probably a lot of movies, watch right? the latest. And then I'll just kind of go backwards in reverse chronolo- mm-hmm. chronological order. Probably rewatch The French Dispatch and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Pretty looking forward to doing that. So, um, let's get right into the rest of this episode. But before we do that, actually... Before I forget, Jeremy, we have some um, socials that we want to plug, right? Yeah, the first, you actually mentioned TikTok. You know, Ken's on that algorithm right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully on your algorithm is at Weekly Real Pod on TikTok. Uh, yes. On there, we're going to post some movie and TV review videos. Don't worry, it is coming. And uh, other bonus content as well from our podcast. And then... Um, yeah, that's TikTok, though. Yeah, maybe we'll do a Wes Anderson. I'm <laughs> just kidding. We're not going to hop on that. Um, but yeah, that's at Weekly Real Pod, just like Jeremy said. Uh, we also have an Instagram, right, Jeremy? Yep. Instagram is going to be at Weekly Real. That's going to be where our recast slash reels on um, the episode. You'll be able to see my face, Ken's face, and our guest Michael's face as well. Uh, from this episode, you'll be to be able to see us on Instagram at Weekly Real. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, you, the audience has clicked on this episode for a reason. 
I mean, yeah, they love to hear us talk just because we have very sexy, manly voices. But, uh, I mean, they probably have watched Encino Man at one point in time in their lives. Uh, Because, again, spoiler warning, we're going to be talking about specifics about a movie about two pathetic losers, not Dumb and Dumber, uh, two pathetic losers from Encino High. Uh, as they accidentally dig up a frozen caveman in their backyard, and now they have to fill in the missing links to some of life's basics, like Nugs, Chillin', and Grindage in Encino Man 1992. So if you want to join in on this conversation, it's available to rent now on Prime, YouTube, Voodoo, Redbox, etc., etc., and so, guys, we got a lot to cover. Not really. Uh, but we do have <laughs> this movie to cover. Let's get right into the double feature. Um, just as a quick reminder, the double feature is where I have a question. The fellas don't know what I'm going to ask. And Jeremy has a question. And uh, both Michael and I really don't know what he's going to ask. So for my half of the double feature, um, we're going to play a little hypothetical game. And we'll start off with Jeremy with this half of the double feature. So... In 2023, if you found a caveman in your backyard, where is the first place that you would take this caveman? Oh, crap. That's fun. <laughs> where would I take the caveman? Yeah. Would you try to kind of catch them up with what's going on with 2023? Are you going to just put like a, uh, what, one of those meta like v- VR set headsets on him or Apple, whatever? The Apple. Thing is yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ready, play, the ready Player One headset <laughs> where they yeah. stole the exact same shot framing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That whole, that whole shot just for the, uh, what, the reveal? Yeah, that's insane. I don't know if I would do that. He would probably throw up and be super, like, <laughs> like dizzy and all that stuff. But if you know what I would do, because you want to make him happy, you want to make him calm, is food. I would yep. take him to Korean barbecue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because you meat, know, it's, red it's meat, kind of good choice. Yeah, it's kind of familiar. You know, okay. you got the fire, fire. there. <laughs> you, you, know, you got the meat, and it's just people bring it to you on a plate. And he doesn't have to hunt for anything. So I'm going to say Korean barbecue. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? You could probably bring him to a place that has, well, maybe you could bring him to a combo place that has both that and hot pot. So you could experience both plus karaoke. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Do, do cavemen know freaking like one hot pot? Like, did they have soups back then? I don't think so. He barely knew how to use fire. Um, well, he did know how to make his own fire, though, Brendan that, Fraser. That is true. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> he was starting. <laughs> he, he was starting mm. it, trying to lit the embers. Yeah, he was. I fe- I bet you, if they would have just let the scene play out, they would have just he would have just started the fire and burnt the museum down. Brandon started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fallout Boy came out with a new version of that song apparently today. I haven't listened to it yet, but <laughs> that's a nice. thing. Nice. Okay, I like. I like Korean barbecue. That would be nice. Um, all right, um, Michael, would you take cool. him to more of a public place, or would you want to kind of take you know take him to a spot where it's like, all right, where you're just chilling one on one, or maybe with your wife or something like that, for sure, for just sure. a little bit of alone time? For sure. Um, no. So this is this might be a little like 
a little more of an irresponsible choice. But maybe for me, I was like w- expecting more like chaotic things to happen in this movie. So perhaps <laughs> this is my way of kind of rewriting history or kind of remaking the movie in my okay, mind. Okay. Okay. So I would, I would, uh, I would dress up my Link in some some Vans, some black skinny jeans, maybe a little distressed. Uh, throw throw him in a plaid flannel shirt. Um, and I would take him to an emo night event. If you guys, do you guys know what those are? Have you, have you heard of them at all? I don't think they're pretty can, relatively can, self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, there's a whole, imagination. yes. Okay. For sure. Yeah. It's a whole like industry of kind of like nightlife events. There's a couple of different like organizations or companies that do just, they just rent out like a small club and they just play like emo pop punk music and stuff like blink 182, some 41 Paramore. Uh, whoever else comes to mind in that musical genre. And um, I would just let him loose in the mosh pit and just see what happens. (laughs) Everybody would be like super drunk and not care anyway. Like he'd probably, it would probably all be fine. Uh, But yeah, that's uh, that would be fun. I feel like Link would enjoy that just because he had some of those dance moves when he was seeing, watching the TV. Oh my gosh! That I don't think sequence. he would like the skinny jeans, though. <laughs> Maybe no. it might be a little too restrictive. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, probably... the trend now is to kind of have more baggy stuff, right? True, but like the emo, but like the if we're talking like mid two thousands to late two thousands emo, like that was like still like skinny jeans were kind sure. of at its mm-hmm. in in their in their moment. But yeah, we could put him on some put put some Jenkos on him if you want. It's whatever. That's <laughs> it's his dress up montage, and apparently you can still buy those. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think he would enjoy that. And I feel like, I mean, as far as Link is concerned, I feel like his character, if if that's the exact character, he would enjoy that for sure. Uh, for me, I'm torn just because I kind of want to let him ease into like life in 2023 because I feel like a lot of people like to go hiking. So we can maybe go visit Mere Woods or something like that. Let him be out in the wilderness, um, and then I don't know. Uh, be amazed at the redwood forest, I guess, because I mean, if we're digging him up uh, here, um, mm-hmm. I wonder if he actually got around to crossing that side of the bay. <laughs> you know what I mean? If if I'm finding him <laughs> in South San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, right. so I, I'm kind of torn between that or. Wanting to, I'm not even a nightclub person, but I kind of want to see how that would go. <laughs> Just uh, because I want to, you know, he was able to kind of emulate dance, some dance moves and stuff. And I really want to see him start like, uh, I don't know, line dancing or something like that. <laughs> Maybe bring him on as a plus one and it, it, to a wedding or something like that. I think that would be really interesting for him to find out what he missed in the last, I don't know, several million years or whatever. <laughs> I think we just wrote the reboot, guys. Like we just need to put our ideas together. You know, hit up, uh, hit up Disney because clearly they probably still have the rights to this, uh, and uh, just option that. All right. Well, I mean, who would be? Uh, I, 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 we, we. I'm kind of curious. I don't know if it's related to Jeremy's half of the double feature. We'll definitely get into that. But I'm kind of curious if we want to. I guess cast some similar people to like Stony and and Dave, but uh, Pete yeah, Davidson wanna... as Stony, got it confirmed. As soon as as soon as he gets out of rehab, you lost me there, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if, if you want him to be a likable character, okay, for sure, for sure. Who's like a lovable stoner? I mean, I know. Oh, there's a lot In of these folks days? out there. These days, I mean, it's so mainstream now. It's like not as like 
oh this guy's you know what i mean it's like because it's like smoking weed is so organized or you know surf yeah, culture you, or whatever yeah i feel like if you try to cast someone from like i don't know pineapple express like i don't know yeah. james franco's already been canceled right <laughs> yeah he's uh that's his his time is done a little mm. bit yeah he maybe i mean i would it'd be nice if we actually casted like people who were actually teenagers that's yeah. all i'm saying oh, that's or true. like oh yeah or like in earlier teenagers so like younger younger looking younger, guys younger code younger looking guys yeah yeah i see i see oh man all right my question for the double feature is kind of similar to ken i was like oh great we have the same question i gotta think of a new one no but my question is if you dug up a caveman in your backyard <laughs> um and you were in high school what lessons do you think the caveman would have taught your high school self? Ooh, that's so a good can. question. Yeah, okay. like or what? What lessons would have you wanted to learn? Sure. Well, you know what? Just kind of if 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 we're digging up Link, Link of Linkovich Chamovsky. Chamovsky. Yeah, I was like, was this last name like some kind of weird? pun or double entendre because i couldn't tell like i i don't know just because okay, okay, probably not, yeah. uh i mean uh, wait is is brendan fraser does he have a little bit of russian descent fraser hard to say i don't, I don't know I don't, I don't no really idea know. yeah i feel like they just did that just because it's like oh stone age estonia okay oh duh, russian. There, you go, there you go that was the logic that's okay. probably what it was and of course you know they try to type back to stony <laughs> mm-hmm and so, um, to answer your question, Jeremy, I you know what? Just watching, rewatching this movie, I'd probably learn some of the same um, lessons. In that, I don't know, like seventeen, eighteen year old me was very self conscious. I don't know if it was because I was an only child as well. Shout out to Michael, um, and I was always very self conscious. You know, I was always wanting to not be embarrassed and in a way i feel like that kind of hindered me from kind of just cutting loose and just being myself i think back then i didn't really you know i didn't really think of hey be yourself that's really what people will actually gravitate towards the real you but i i think back then i wanted to it's like okay well on certain days i want to be kind of like this character today or this character i was kind of adapting way too much and trying to be like more than i should have when i should have just been myself so i think this movie in a weird way taught me that lesson so i don't know (laughs) this movie is just deeper than i thought it would ever be (laughs) that's good because it's like so you're going for like the 17 because they were 17 18 right yeah they were like seniors or something yeah they're seniors or seniors yeah because yeah. I thought they were freaking 30 years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> Although Sean Astin looked really young. Yeah, he did. I was like, wow, he looks really nice. Yeah, especially that opening shot and like when he woke up, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. he looks really young compared to uh, what Samwise Gamgee days and um, yeah. 51st dates. Yeah. Maybe those are. Just- What's up, Tracy? What's up, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's changed a little bit since high school. <laughs> Enough with the titty dance. <laughs> 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 oh man uh how about you michael you okay think? so i would hope that yeah this is pretty i guess why not in, as well as long as we're like rewriting history here let's just go ahead and run wild with it i would hope that link 
innate survival instincts, you know, right? Because he was like having to avoid being mauled by uh, saber-toothed tigers and stuff like that back back in the Stone Age. I would have hoped that his his sort of danger detector would have helped me to avoid, uh, you know, spending too much time around a certain person, which resulted in a very like aversive, uh, not pleasant relationship. So maybe he would have helped me dodge a little bit of a romantic bullet or two there. Mm, oh, okay. interesting. You know how like dogs can like sense, can yeah. like sense evil or, or that's, well, that, I think that's a, that's a, that's an Ace Ventura reference, but <laughs> there is some truth to it, I think. Uh, but <laughs> so hopefully like, you know, his more like, you know, kind of rugged, raw survival instincts, instincts would have helped me yeah. have a, to have a better kind of, you know, sort of like detector for things like that. Yeah. Kind of like how, um, what was the bully's name in this movie again? Shush. I, Matt Wilson. Matt Wilson. Matt Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Matt Wilson. Like, kind of like how he defended Matt Wilson, uh, Dave from Matt Wilson. That type of thing. Is he gonna like go crazy on this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or away, or you know, take you aside? Be like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I think that was his first words. So. Maybe he could have told you no. That's true. Right history. Ah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. To answer my own question, I would. It's kind of similar to Ken, but you know he's got some dance moves, and I clearly do not. <laughs> <laughs> Should we reveal to the audience where uh, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll mention this. Yeah. Go ahead. So last Friday we were at. Uh, well, Jeremy was yeah. uh, Jeremy's mom was actually celebrating a, a milestone birthday. I won't say how yeah. old. Congrats. I actually really don't know, uh, <laughs> but it was actually a really nice party. It was f- really fancy. But you know, I was talking to some people. I was talking to um, Jeff, uh, Jeremy's brother, and you know some other people that may have been on the podcast as well, Jacob. And all of a sudden, I do a double take, and I just happen to glance at the dance floor, and who is on the dance floor? It's Jeremy. I'm like, wait, what? Ooh, <laughs> man. Maybe he's well, cutting it up. He's cutting up it, that rug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was burning a hole through the floor. <laughs> exactly what I was doing. Yeah, let's just say I wish... Like, I don't know, just to, to be a little bit more loose, like you said, Ken, with uh, Link needs to teach me, starting, especially all the way back from high school, I was like super self-conscious, but it's like, you just need that, dancing is all about confidence <laughs> and being that looseness. You got to be free. So mm-hmm. I would like that mentality back in high school because high school me definitely was not that way. Very mm-hmm. hidden in the shadows, that wallflower. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dave didn't want to dance in the bar of all places. I mean, people really don't care. I mean, they're everyone's drunk there, and it was weird how he ended up uh, just joining in at the end. Was that the at the prom? <laughs> he was. Yeah. I was like, dang, Dave's got some moves too. So that yeah. could have been you. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Do I want to be like Dave? Uh oh. I think we'll talk about that later. Ooh, look at that teaser! What, what a pro! What a pro! Anyway, guys, let's uh, let's. 
get right into that audience question where we'd like to involve the audience uh, with uh, a question that we've come up with. And obviously, I think we talked about it offline a little bit. We mentioned it. I was like, wow, I think this is our first Brendan Fraser movie. And so um, he was at the forefront in the 90s and early 2000s, I think, early to mid, something like that. Uh, before he went away and he's just resurfaced uh, within the last couple of years with some high-profile uh, acting roles. And so uh, this week's audience question is, what is your favorite Brendan Fraser performance or movie? Uh, Michael, since you're uh, our guest here, uh, do you have one that comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, like or a couple. The, my, my child, yeah, as you can say, like there's, there's, there's more than one. And one is technically <laughs> kind of a cheat anyway, but it's whatever. Like I loved, I mean, like most people, I, I want to say I loved George of the Jungle as a kid. Like I had a bootleg tape of that from my grandpa that had like unfinished visual effects in it, mind you. So that's how I knew that movie for the longest time. Wish I still had that. Like the elephant was still in its like rough (laughs) state, not all the way rendered, you know, just kind of like that, like smooth claymation looking shit. Um, (laughs) And especially the fact that it took place in San Francisco, like it was, totally like oh my god like i've been there you know like i like this is where i live you know all that stuff mm-hmm. um but and you know the mummy's great too a lot of fun really holds up one of the guys who works in the convenience store in this movie was also in the mummy so that was a nice little mm-hmm. connection um but i'm gonna have to give it up to bedazzled i love that movie oh, so much oh, oh, uh, i forgot about that, that one's yeah good. Have, you, have you seen have you seen bedazzled jeremy you're, you're looking I a little nonplussed not. okay <laughs> so the elizabeth premise is hurley Whew. yeah elizabeth hurley still in her prime like yeah like just cut, hot off the heels of austin powers um yes. so brendan fraser plays this nerdy dude elliot who like wants to like talk to this girl that he works with but he's like super shy and nervous and nerdy and everybody takes advantage of him and then he meets the devil in the form of Elizabeth Hurley and he sells his soul to her in exchange for seven wishes. And like, he keeps trying to make himself put himself in these scenarios where he'll be desirable to the woman of his affections. But there's always like a monkey's paw catch, but there's all these crazy scenarios. Like he's a Colombian drug Lord. And then he is a <laughs> famous basketball player. And then he's also Abraham Lincoln. And then he's just like, nerdy redhead guy who like cries at the sunset and stuff and it's it's amazing it's a good movie it's <laughs> a good one it is a good one. one. Oh man i'm glad you mentioned that one uh okay, jeremy you. you got a favorite uh, you two? know i want to actually say that we actually did cover a movie with brendan fraser in it oh it you're no right sudden move yes yeah you're right okay i stand corrected yeah but it wasn't like a brendan fraser movie yeah but I was going to just say The Mummy. I grew up on that. So it's yeah. like, that's that's always been my Brendan go, my go-to Brendan Fraser movie. But mm. uh, like a movie that we were almost going to cover last season was The Whale. And just oh, to, like, right. to compare it to all the other uh, Brendan Fraser movies, it's like, I, I when I watched that movie in theaters, it, I couldn't even like comprehend that was him. In the movie. I still need to I see it, but yeah, I haven't seen it. It's pretty insane. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. But uh, Jeremy says I have to be in the mood for it, or we have to be in the mood for it, right? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> heavy for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I'm going to mention I, again. I I, I kind of gravitate towards um, some of the movies that you guys did. I mean, The Mummy is an obvious one, but for me, one that hasn't been mentioned that is also similar to uh, Bedazzled is Blast from the Past. That rom com with Oh, Blast from the Past, uh, Alicia oh, Silverstone, <laughs> yep, and Christopher Walken. I'm- yeah, that movie is so good. I forget how good it is every time it's on TBS or something it's, like that. Yeah, I will watch it. <laughs> I'm from out of town and I'm here on business. <laughs> yes, uh, you got to watch that movie, Jeremy. If you haven't seen, it's Blast very charming. Yeah, Let's, it's right up your alley. <laughs> we got to do a whole marathon. I think so. We should just do Brendan Fraser <laughs> movies. <laughs> a whole season. all the rom coms. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, if you want to chime in on your favorite Brendan Fraser uh, performance and or movie, feel free to do so in <laughs> short or long form. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and give them that email address, right, Jeremy? Yeah. So if you want to give us your whole list of favorite Brendan Fraser movies, you can hit us up at weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. All right, fellas, let's take <laughs> a quick break. Welcome back from the break. Let's jump into the weekly real awards. And the first award for you guys, you actually have a choice between two awards. And I felt like this is <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. So the first one you, you can choose from is the I Am Groot Award for favorite character or the Malekith Award for most hated character. Um, Michael, you'll get first dibs on all these. Sure. says you're our guest and go sure, ahead. Sure, sure. Well, okay, I'm not going to bury the lead here in the interest of time. Uh, I'm going to go with the Malekith Award, and my most hated character in this here feature film is uh, Dave, as portrayed by Sean Astin. <laughs> yeah, and it just brought back brought back to mind where, like, the younger me, like 11, 12 years old, who just did not have an appreciation for Sean Astin, I think I just found, at the time, I found Samwise to be, like, super annoying. And... Um, <laughs> Like I kind of came around with like fifty first dates or whatever, but yeah, this just seemed this just seemed like um a, a less fun. It was like all of the annoying aspects of Mikey Walsh from the Goonies. His mm. and he still kind of looked like Mikey too, like even down to like the hair and like his, his little like override thing, you know, like you know the way he <laughs> talks. Um, but it was just none of like the endearing qualities of Mikey. It was just like all the mm. annoying aspects. Uh, without uh Josh Brolin brand to like there to keep him keep him in line. Um. Yeah, I just, I get that he was supposed to be like an underdog, you know, like they were all kind of like social underdogs, but I didn't really like root for him at the same time. Like whenever Matt Wilson was like giving him wedgies or whatever, I'm like, yeah, do that. Like you show him what for. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. It just didn't, I didn't really care about Dave's struggle at all for he seemed he just came off very entitled and like yeah to borrow yes. um to borrow you know some more modern day vocab uh cultural vocab he came off as a little like incel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in terms of like oh these girls don't like me and it's not my fault like you know like i was like i was like just bring uh, like i just put link back front and center i'm like i don't care about you <laughs> He literally had no redeeming qualities. Yeah, there was nothing, right? 
I okay, I cool. It wasn't just me then. No, <laughs> definitely no. not. No. Okay. I wholeheartedly agree with you. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and this comes from a person that loves this movie. I have. I didn't know how much I would hate Dave. Uh, until you, basically for the same reasons you did, like he, I could see why people hated him <laughs> just because he was such a <laughs> he was such a dick. Let's be honest. He was just wanting to use Link just to get popularity. Again, that sense of entitlement. Um, and uh, I don't know. He was taking advantage of everyone. He just he was just such a douchebag. You barely movie. even got the sense that him and Stony were like like uh, bros. Like I thought yeah. it would be more of like a duo, like more of a mm-hmm. Wayne and Garth type of deal. Um, I did read on either Wikipedia. I think it was on Wikipedia that like the studio was capitalizing on hopefully capitalizing on like the success of like Wayne's world. Be like, there's an audience for this type of movie. Like, but I think that's yeah. why like they're more focused on like Polly Shore's appeal or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's like, I'm like, I, I can't buy that. You guys are best friends. Like, it seems like they come off as more like, you know, that thing where like you have your mom, your mom's friend has a kid and they like make you guys hang out together with the mm-hmm. assumption that you guys are going to be friends, but there's not really a whole, whole lot of capital well, i got our moms or friends so like fine whatever <laughs> um it seems more like that to me <laughs> they're bond yeah no, it was i don't know it, it it was weird in that i was empathizing with matt i don't it's weird because he was a, <laughs> such a oh you were humanizing the yeah goons. he was like oh man i I'd, I'd want to like pick on this guy too because he makes it so easy it's like get out of here some killer frosted <laughs> matt had some killer frosted tips i will say that yeah he did he kind of looked a little <laughs> like um oh my goodness one of the dylan brothers <laughs> yeah, Dolph <Lundgren>. yeah. <laughs> or Dolph dylan Lundgren, yeah. wait, 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 like matt dylan, like, like matt dylan matt a little bit a I little guess. bit like yeah, kevin like an, dylan <laughs> Oh, there's a Kevin Dylan. Wait, what? There's more than one Dylan. Yeah, uh, look him up. He, he was uh, drama in Entourage. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's how I know that name. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Kind of looks similar, like a like a cousin or something. Yeah, he looks a more. He looks a lot like Walton Goggins, but like with Matt Dylan's <laughs> hair. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Uh, he had no redeeming qualities. Jeez. Yeah. Um, this Goonie yeah. was not good enough for me. <laughs> no. He might as well have had a lisp, just like in uh, 50 First States. <laughs> yeah, Dude, Doug was likely. more... Doug, I would if like, if he was just Doug in this movie, I would have been fine with it, you know? I Yeah. I mean, he yeah. could have just wore his, uh, what, fishnet um, his, uh, tank his tops. Mesh. Yeah, his <laughs> yeah. soccer, PE, tank top. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean... Uh, Completely agree with you there. If I was giving out the Malekith Award, it would easily, easily go to Dave. I feel like that's unanimous here. Uh, I'll be on the positive (laughs) side. I'll pick on some low-hanging fruit. I'll give out the I Am Groot Award favorite character to Link. Uh, Brendan Fraser was just so lovable. Uh, He's just like a, I don't know. Everything he did was just so endearing. He put every, you know, obviously if you weren't threatened by him, like (laughs) Dave and or matt wilson um he was always like the center of attention everyone was drawn to him obviously he was probably just super innocent and was like learning everything um Mm. that was going on in 1992 uh plus he's got some killer moves (laughs) just like jeremy talked about so i'm like 
Oh my goodness. Uh I didn't real I forgot that there was like a whole dance number that happened mm-hmm. at the prom and uh he was the catalyst in everything. Um I could see how he became such a big star um after this um movie and For that's sure. what what school ties came out right around the same time like, 90, a, like a year or two after 94 yeah, i've been meaning like to that. see that but yeah that looks that movie looks really good but right. looks like a similarly hard watch in the vein of the whale though it was like anti-semitism and things like that yeah 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 you have to be but in you the quote-unquote mood <laughs> yeah but you can totally see like i was watching this and i was like oh i can totally see why he got george of the jungle like it's just yeah. like a few skips away and like you know again like <laughs> Hollywood, this was like in the Disney camp, like this studio, Hollywood Pictures, or I always forget that. Um, but yeah, they're like, let's bookmark it. Like, you know, let's 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 keep this, let's keep this let's keep this Brendan Fraser on the Rolodex. Because uh-huh. it was the nineties and everybody had Rolodexes, I'm guessing. Yeah. George of the Jungle starring Likovich Chomosky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, my I'm gonna go back, bring it back down again, Ken. Yes. And go with uh, most hated character. And we mentioned Dave already, but you know, you need the other side of that coin. Whoa. Robin. Hot take. Robin. I hated Robin as well, just because it's like, I don't know what he saw in her. Because at first, in the beginning of the movie, okay, it's like, I'll give Dave the benefit of the doubt. He's kind of the underdog. We'll see what happens. And he likes this girl. And I'm like, she has no redeeming qualities at all. She's super shallow as well. Yeah. And she probably stays with uh, Matt Wilson for too long. And then she falls. I mean, yeah, she falls for Link. It's because he's but, hot. <laughs> it's like, but to to when freaking, I, I know that freaking Dave called, used his one phone call for her. And for which is a stupid idea, what an idiot! Uh, but for her to be like, "Oh, can you ask a link?" Well, that's right. To, that's right. I was uh. like, what a <laughs> bastard! <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like, and at the end, they somehow end up together. I'm like, okay, the that most, was not believable. <laughs> yeah, un, totally unbelievable. But the two like most annoying characters in the entire movie ended up together. So I guess it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I actually don't even, I actually wouldn't even hold it against her that coming. It's Dave, first of all. And like, dude, that it, it, who uses their one phone call from prison to ask someone out to prom. I don't know if you thought it was like a great gesture. Yeah, I was like, was did they do were promposals as big of a thing thirty years ago as they are now? <laughs> Maybe this know. was the original one. Maybe it's like uh, that's a yeah, flex. Gonna... You're like, oh, he's a bad boy. Yeah. Oh my I know. It's like, oh my goodness, he only had one phone call and he used it on me, <laughs> and I turned him down. <laughs> yeah, damn. To ask the guy who, the other guy that was also in in jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but let's jump into our next award, the Wise Gamora Award for favorite quote. And no, you can't choose. Huh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. No grunts. <laughs> All right. Am I first? I'm first again, yes. right? Okay. Yes, uh, well, this is not so much a grunt. It is like a vocalization. Um, <laughs> but I think it was a combination of the the dialogue and like the camera work. Like the parents come home. 
and it goes and uh stoney's like oh your parents and then it whips over to dave my parents and then it whips over to link and he's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the goats in uh love and thunder yes actually yeah maybe that's why um there's tons of stuff stoney said and whatever uh but it was so it was like so hard to like understand most of what he was saying so he lost me a lot <laughs> of the time <laughs> i have more thoughts about uh poly shore slash stony but i can hold till later <laughs> <laughs> oh man um for me i will oh man there's a, cu- a couple of them you know what i'll mention link again sorry um <laughs> i like it when he was in the bar at the end and that one essay was basically oh like, hey. yeah 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 <laughs> you look and he's like uh, basically say hey you, you know you're not looking at my woman essentially I forget what he says uh, but Link literally just starts talking to him in Spanish and I can't say it in Spanish but I'll just give the English translation cheese is old and moldy where's the bathroom <laughs> I don't know oh my I just God. it's just wow <laughs> it's so good. Uh, because I mean, he's just emulating what he's learning. So, oh yeah, he gets passed in the class. That was that was that was a callback, and they had those like headsets and stuff. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. pretty like good classroom tech for like 1991. I know noise canceling. They're they yeah. were the precursor to AirPods Max. Okay, so for my favorite quote, I'm actually gonna also you know like you said, Ken, he's only mirroring what uh, Link's only mirroring what he learned, and. One of the first things he sees on TV is one of my favorites. Oh, my God. I left that one alone. I left yeah, that one alone. I knew it. <laughs> so later on, when him and Stoney are at the grocery store, he's like, I'll be back. <laughs> you know, in his own Arnold voice. Yeah, Dude. that was... That was right in the middle of all of that was when like Terminator was hot in the in the mm-hmm. cultural conversation. I think Judgment Day probably had just come out around that time. Yep. yep. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Because when I heard the music, I was dun, like, no dun, way. Dun, dun. <laughs> I heard That's it. great. <laughs> and uh, just honorable mention for a quote. I love later on, or, uh, you know, at the, is it a skating rink? Yeah. And uh, the the skater boys are basically, they trip over Dave with their skateboard. And he's like, you and then Stoney's like, you could have heard his pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pancreas. <laughs> yeah, and then later on, it, oh, it, it nice pays callback. off. Okay, okay. Oh, my pancreas. And yeah, I love that one too. You know, I like when they set it up and, you know. They pay it off again. Off later. Yeah. Yeah. We love to see it. Oh, man. Like the, there was like another one that I really wanted to mention. It was the, um, oh, man. There's, there was, I, again, there was like another one where, um, this one's kind of underrated, I guess. Dave. Uh, Dave and Stoney uh, realized that Link melted away and he's gone. You know, it was like, oh man, geez, he's basically he's distraught essentially. Mm-hmm. But Stoney goes, Dave, it wasn't meant to happen. Come on, I'll go buy you some ho hos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an underrated one. I was like, uh, man, I kind of want some ho hos because back in the day, Hostess was king, I think. All the convenience store stuff. It's still around. I'll yeah. get. I'll get you yeah, some. Still make them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I. I do. I like. I prefer them to 
to Twinkies. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like yeah, Twinkies. I will. I will endorse that. Twinkies. The more I get older, like the more chemicals I taste from from Twinkies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the last time I had a Twinkie was during the uh, the sequel to what was that zombie movie? Zombie Land. Land? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> we were anticipating anticipating the uh, sequel. We we're like, oh, we got to get some <laughs> Twinkies. Let's bring it to the movie theater. Oh, see, I guess yeah. it makes sense for that occasion. Yeah. All right, next award, uh, Avengers Assemble Award, favorite scene. Michael, I feel like you might like this movie the least. I'm going to put that out there. That's so fine. Do you actually mm-hmm. have a favorite scene? I actually do. You know, there was one saving grace to this uh, movie that I found to be very amusing. Um, one of my favorite, like, just film devices, which I think definitely was just a huge state of 80s, 90s. And I guess maybe early 2000s stuff um, was the montage. And this movie had like three of them or something. They had two of them back to back, essentially. <laughs> yeah, right. Two of them back to back. And again, like, I know we're all dumb and dumber fans here, but you know, like the pretty woman montage is like mm-hmm. yep. probably one of the gold standards. So I look in like a makeover dress up montages are their whole so own separate animal. So I did like the one here because I was like, oh, what's he going to look like when they finally get all the grime off him? Um, solely for just the visual gag of how gross and dirty the tub was when they were done washing it. That was pretty off. nasty. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did like the the most of the montages, but especially that one. Wooly bully. Oh, yeah. yeah with this song, I love that. That was one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. So I was like, okay, you got Same. me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, montage is always like, especially season one. I feel like all our favorite scenes were montages. <laughs> yeah, right, Ken. Oh yeah, no, we love we love a good montage, and they. I like the callback at the end when, um, I guess, uh, what cave girl? I I don't know if they came up with a name for her, but they basically kind of emulated. Uh, they kind of fast track what they went through in the beginning with the whole getting her all glammed up as well and mm-hmm. basically turned into a female Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was going to come back once like he stuck out his hand in the very beginning. I was like, Oh, we're going to get her later on. I bet mm-hmm. they know it's going to be at the very last scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should have been rated R with the, uh, the imprints. If you know what I mean? Oh, oh my Lord. <laughs> All right, uh, your favorite scene, Ken? Oh, well, my winner for the Avengers Assemble Award, I think uh, we kind of talked about the uh, convenience store scene. That's easily my favorite. Stoney is just obviously showing Link the ropes. Uh, it basically starts off with uh, him showing off the uh, the food, basic food <laughs> food groups <laughs> with the dairy group, with the milk duds, the fruit group, uh, with the, was it the sweet tarts? Sweet tarts. Uh, we got the vegetable group with corn nuts, and uh, they got the meat group with the uh, frozen burrito. And I was like, dude, that was literally my, my childhood in terms of just eating just junk food. Junk food. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I mean, it wasn't because of that movie, but I was like, yeah, yeah that's kind of like what I used to. This movie had its finger like. on the pulse. Say what you will. They uh, did. And they knew what the people, what the kids wanted, wanted exactly. to see. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that and it, you get the whole wheezing the juice part. And actually, my real favorite, favorite quote 
is actually because I didn't want to step on you know my favorite scene was when uh, I forget the name of the uh, the convenience store. So I was like, no, he's in the juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, and again, it ends with uh, Jeremy's favorite um, scene, basically saying, "I'll be back." <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's just crazy fun for me uh just watching that that scene it just brought brought back a lot of nostalgia i have, I have a question were. ken as yeah. the like the lover of this movie in the, mm-hmm. between the three of us what what does weezen actually mean it, so, it feels like he uses it in all these different yeah. ways in context like it's just it's like when you watch old smurf cartoons and they're yeah. like oh i smurfed my smurf or like like what the smurf are you saying what are you what are you saying you big fat smurf like whatever like Whatever he wants it to mean, he just uses it. He does, but okay. I think in this context with wheezing the juice, it was basically literally just freeloading. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's what I. That's what, how I understood it because he's <laughs> literally just getting free shit, you know. Mm. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't know about some of the the slang. I was like, I couldn't follow a lot of it. That's only Polly Shore, and okay. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think you really had to live in that time. Yeah, he was. He was. That dude was hot. He was. He was. He had a moment in the early nineties. He had that other movie after this, Son in Law. Son in Law. Oh, I love that movie because Harlow Gugino and Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh, damn! Very uh, influential female actresses (laughs) in my life were in that movie, and I loved Son in Law. Yeah, I don't think. (laughs) I think. I think. He was kind of one of the last of his kind, I want to say. Like, yeah. Like, like Jeremy, I don't think either of us, by the time we were kind of respectively coming of age as even like <clears throat> early pre adolescents, I don't think there were like comedians out, out there, comedic actors who were like just hella leaning in this bit, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, in the same way. I think, yeah, yeah, that was kind of a relic of like the. 80s like the early, early 90s. 90s yeah because yeah. i mean he even got the whole when they wanted to name link axel and he did the whole axel rose that was funny <laughs> i did that was kind of funny <laughs> yeah and he, you know he had the bell bottoms and i feel like yeah. during that time in the 90s that's when bell bottoms came back too so mm, okay it, you really just had to you had to be there you had that. to be yeah, there you really had to be there <laughs> Where, whereas like maybe it's because it's a, it was just his voice like my Polly Shore touchstone will always be his role in a goofy movie and extremely mm. goofy movie as a yes. Bobby. Yeah. And he talks exactly the same, but he's just more heightened. He's like, no, it's the leaning tower of Chisa. <laughs> same thing. I like, love goofy movie. Yeah. I feel like it's uh, one of the more underrated Disney movies. Oh, absolutely. It is for sure. Yeah. It's got a killer soundtrack too. Oh, Okay, my my favorite scene though is with Sony and Link. It's the montage of them at the amusement park. Oh yeah, I forgot about, at Magic Mountain. That's yeah, right. Magic Mountain. Like, yeah, Magic yeah, Mountain. Yeah, that's so totally Magic Mountain. I don't know. Just the sea, because I don't know. That's such a good place to take a caveman. I that guess, would be yeah. Like, okay. The food. I don't know how they have paid for all that food because it's an amusement park, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, to see him go down like that roller coaster and all that stuff, vapor. Really terrifying. Or I mean, vapor in this movie. <laughs> yeah, man, it was that was probably like because I think we uh, Michael alluded to it. They could have been a little bit more creative with some of the stuff that mm-hmm. they get Link to do, and this is like kind of the craziest thing he yeah. does. 
And I was like, oh, I like this, but there should have been more of this, different mm -hmm. stuff that you could have done, dude, rather than just like high school stuff. I noticed that neither of none of us uh, elected to take Link to either Great America or Six Flags Discovery Kingdom or uh, uh, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> no more roller coasters for you, huh? <laughs> oh, I, I've tried it and uh, oof, my body does not like that. <laughs> Man, all right. But, you know, what I would want Link to do is guess the Ron Tomato score and see how he would do. He'd probably do better than uh, probably me and Ken right now because we are tied at 19. And the guests have been as close as they've ever wow. been in all six seasons at 16. Uh, Michael, you are guessing on behalf okay. of the guests and all the guests that I'm like, it's like, oh, there's this pressure. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, pre no pressure, Michael. No worries, no worries, <laughs> no worries. I must say 33%. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, God. oh, man, I think I scored too high. All right. <laughs> um, I'm guessing a little higher, but also in the 30s. 39. Oh, guys. Dang it. Um, I guessed 52 of, dang it. I That's generous. Come on. <laughs> I don't know if it's that good. <laughs> and All I right. love this movie. All right. I'll look it up right now. But uh, remind me, what was yours, Michael? 33. 33. Yeah. 33. And can you were? 39. 39. And you said 52? And I said 52. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, 35 reviews <laughs> oh, shit, oh like, I, was about, I was about to say i was like whoa <laughs> michael got it stop <laughs> go ahead go ahead go ahead 35 damn that's not a big sample size at all <laughs> now here we go 35 reviews at 14 percent <laughs> no way <laughs> Damn, that, sounds, wow. that sounds about right, though. Damn, that's stuff. low. Wow. It's like, <laughs> wow. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, yes. I believe it. I don't, it's not critically acclaimed. I, you know what? While I was, uh, I, I'll mention this now. While I was studying for this film, just, you know, just kind of rewatching it and stuff, I saw this thing on YouTube basically from the Oscars last year mm -hmm. where, um, Jimmy Kimmel was basically yeah. saying he was talking about how there's literally two Oscar nominees at the time from <laughs> Encino Man. And hey, uh, do you I mean we mentioned Brendan Fraser, but I feel like this is right up your alley, Michael. Do you want to mention so, the other? Yeah, man. Best supporting actor winner, Ki Hui Kwan, who yes. played I just looked him up again on the IMDB. He played Kim, who was the leader of like the computer club or whatever computer club computer and, club <laughs> oh my gosh that's right did him that's and did him and dave even him and dave didn't exchange any dialogue right that's kind of a shame you know like with that goonies reunion mm -hmm. low-key yeah. but yeah. it was a little sad to see that yeah this is basically like all he could get once he sort of like aged up and wasn't wasn't a little kid anymore especially since i just watched temple of doom uh, like a few days ago and i'm like this 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 dude's the star of the movie. Like he's the best part of this whole film. Um, but definitely just validating to see like where how his career has, you know, he's finally getting his due. So that felt pretty good. I completely forgot he was in this movie. Um and because I, I did the whole Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, hey, <laughs> I know that guy. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, do you want to update the score, Jeremy? Yes. The score is now... Ken, you are now in the lead because you got the one point. Barely. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, at 20 points, the guests, thanks to Michael, have got all three points in this episode. And they have 19. And right now, I got... Nineteen as well because wow, I put anything wow. on the board. This, this is as close as it's ever been. <laughs> Twenty nineteen, nineteen. Holy crap! And we only have a few more episodes this season, so we, we gotta we gotta make that lead a little bit. I gotta come back. Someone's taking the belt. Better not be. Uh, better not be Ken. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I mean, uh, you know what? We'll have a rotate. Like if the guests win it, we, you guys are just gonna have to share the belt one week at. <laughs> Yeah, one week at a time. Just wear it to to work, Michael. Yeah, it's like, hey, what's that belt? That's you know, it's just my fancy Uniform. work belt. Yeah, <laughs> put it next to the alpacas. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> the wife, I think the wife will be okay with it. <laughs> All right, but the real score is our "I Love You" three thousand award, where we rate the movie from one to three thousand. And uh, how close is your rating, Michael, to Ron Zubano's? Very close. <laughs> um, well, I guess fractionally, it's actually a little higher, weirdly. Like, I just put it, I just like right down the middle, like 1,500, which is okay. still like, you know. You're actually high. <laughs> yeah, you're actually high. I mean, like there were things about this movie that I really that I did enjoy again, like Brendan Fraser being kind of like totally going for it. But I felt like weirdly, I thought that Polly Shore was going to be more like amped. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I was maybe expecting like Adam Sandler levels of like comedic commitment. And it's probably um, sure. <laughs> that's I why guess, right? Really, yeah. Or just yeah, that's why he like, really never blew up. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess maybe he, he, uh, he this burned a little too bright go. too early, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of, kind of peaked <laughs> pretty pretty fast yeah again yeah i think i just really wish my biggest thing is that i really wish this movie had uh leaned more into the premise and done more with it i felt like it felt weirdly restrained in a lot of ways yeah. like i thought matt could have been more mean and more jerky mm -hmm. and i was like he's not that big of a jerk like the biggest jerk in this movie is, again it's, it's like the, it's the karate kid thing it's like the he's the real bully yeah. <laughs> he's the real abuser <laughs> in all of this um, yeah Oh, but yeah, I think I, I think I was comparing this to like other movies of like my discovery, like, and I'm trying to like either integrate him into my life or keep them keep them hidden because danger. Like scientists, like maybe like it could have been cool if like maybe there was a team of anthropologists or something who were like evil anthropologists who were like trying to find Link and like catch him for themselves. So there's some like I don't know some tension and some stakes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no one believed them when when Matt freaking revealed everything at the end. Yeah. Like, He's a caveman. I mean, how how did like how did he expect people to That's true. Like react to that. I yeah, mean, it's like it's not like and he looks reasonably human. It's not like he has like the brow thing or like yes. Or like hairy stuff like that. Like he had really nice teeth eventually. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Ken, your rating is it the first three thousand you're gonna give? <laughs> Close. No, I'm kidding. This this movie again is irrationally high just because 
It's uh, it's a movie from my childhood. It is not a good movie. I mean, I don't think it's fourteen percent, maybe seventeen percent good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I'm giving it a nineteen fifty. 65% um just for straight up nostalgia and it was it's cool to be able to see where some of these actors got their start and to where they're at now here in 2023 and um yeah it's it's again pretty crazy that we got uh two Oscar winners in this movie it's just mind blowing to me especially with how stupid this movie really is Oh, man. Okay. So I didn't hate this movie, but I'm not going to give it a high score either. I'm going to give it a 1290 out of 3000. So like 43%. Okay. I think, you know, as if I was like 10 or 10 years old, 12 years old, I would have like probably caught this movie really late at night and watched it and had a good time. But I don't think I would be like, hey, let's go watch it again. You know, (laughs) I feel like it was like one of those late time watches and you know, but I, I don't know, just watching it now, it's like, uh, don't really like any of the characters besides Link, you know? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But hopefully next week, uh, we have a little bit more likable characters. Who knows? Who knows? But Ken, what are we watching for next week? All right, all right, all right. Well, you know how to do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I've seen that movie, and even I didn't peg it. Yeah. Well, next week, as you may have guessed, uh, well, agendas, con- uh, agendas conflict as careers are on the line in the 2003 rom-com. I was trying my best not to give away this movie because, you know, the premise is not really that... Um, I guess complicated, but yes, we are watching a 2003 rom-com called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I feel like that um, is the premise of this movie. It's starring Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. And uh, yeah, we're actually going to be celebrating its 20th anniversary. Yes, and uh, another anniversary movie that we're going to be covering. But, you know... I haven't seen this movie before. I don't know what to expect. I yeah. feel like I'm going to enjoy it probably more than this movie. Yeah. I could, <laughs> like, I didn't hate Encino Man, but yeah. it's like, huh. It felt very uh, Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is no under wraps. You t- <laughs> keep, under wraps <laughs> keep under wraps his name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, hopefully next week. I feel like I'm gonna like it though. Is it yeah. gonna be a rumor? No, um, um, what is it called, Ken? A walk to remember. <laughs> oh, it, it is not gonna be a walk to remember. Uh, it's not no. that kind of movie. Yeah, it's, I figured. It's uh, well, Michael, actually, have you seen it yet? I've seen both. I've, I, I, I really like a walk. Wait, I, is that a bad or a good comparison? Because no, I, yeah, I, it's not. I meant, I meant uh, how to uh, lose a guy. In oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen, and yeah. I've also seen a walk to remember. It's yeah. There's different movies, right? (laughs) Yes, they are different movies. I was like, I mean, but only one has the seminal uh, karaoke standard only hope uh, that my wife and I sing in the car a lot. Such a good song. Maybe we should just do uh, our next weekly reloaded episode on (laughs) No Walk to Remember. (laughs) Ah, So good. With Ken performing uh, Only Hope. 
Yeah, I, I got it. I, got, I think I could build up. Or someday we'll know, whichever. You can sing yeah. both parts. Yeah. <laughs> you can harmonize with yourself. I know, right? Uh, but yes, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I mean, we were t- kind of talking about how it's always on Netflix. And guess what? It's still there. <laughs> Get it while it's hot. <laughs> Get it while it's All you know, for all you know, it's leaving like Friday at 11.59. So just double check. It's, it's double check. yeah. It's yeah, like, check oh, AV, it's, it's... AV Club, I think, usually has like the list of what's leaving. <laughs> I know. And you know what? Just our luck. It'll leave right on June 30th. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, guys. Before we close out the episode, uh, let's plug some of our socials or whatever you want to leave. Uh, Michael, where can they find you? Uh, sure. Where find uh, you? Sure, sure. Uh, well, I think since I started, I have, I've been kind of late with this because I've forgotten, but I have like an Instagram where I just like post the stuff I cook. I don't like originate any recipes. It's like stuff I've gotten from people on social media or TikTok, but they're not pretty pictures, but I'm proud of my efforts. So if you want to follow me there, it's um, at Mike Steez Munchies. Uh, the Steez <laughs> is spelled S-T-3-3-Z-E. Mike Steez is an old high school nickname that I really hated originally, but I grew to love it. So hence, yeah, that's one of my most often used handles. Uh, And then if y'all like 90s nostalgia and Nickelodeon cartoons and stuff, um, I've still got Podcast 118 going, uh, Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold Reeducation, where uh, one of my oldest and best friends and I are going through every single episode and movie of Hey Arnold. Uh, we are finally really back in the swing of things with that. So we are, we're just a few episodes into season four, uh, sorry, season two right nice. now. Um, finding time to edit those episodes is challenging now that I have a much more busy job and yeah, married life and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm doing that and I really, really enjoying it. Pretty, pretty off the rails, but uh, wouldn't have that any other way. So <laughs> check out podcast 118, wherever podcasts are heard. Yeah. You could see, uh, Michael on some grindage. Sorry, Encino <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely link all those uh, in the episode description. Pun intended. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man. Well, for me, uh, I mean, I mentioned TikTok earlier. I might as well bring it uh, up now. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram. Same handle at FreeKenA. Uh, and yeah, we'll put the episode. I'm sorry. The we'll put the. Um, Everything, the spelling, all the episode notes. Yes. And on my Instagram is JP underscore flicks. You can uh, message me there. Yeah. All right. Last call on uh, Encino Man. Any final thoughts you guys want to give? Anything we forgot to this extremely complicated plot? (laughs) Uh, Rose McGowan. I I was like that was another Leonardo DiCaprio meme moment. I was like Rose McGowan's in this movie. I was like, wait a minute, I know her. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just it again. It's fun to see uh, just actors that uh, we've known over the last well since this movie came out, uh, and then just kind of recognize them uh, in their younger state. <laughs> I guess thirty one years earlier. <laughs> some definitely hit it off. Some disappeared into existence <laughs> yeah yeah i think that was pretty much it. i think we covered like all the hard-hitting action on this one i, I would so. say so 
Well, I guess with that, thank you, Michael, for joining yeah. us on Encino Man. It's thank very, you so much for having me back for a third time. It's yeah. it's nice to. This is like back in the seventies when like people would host SNL like multiple times in the same season. But <laughs> I feel like John Mulaney. He's like they bring him back on SNL like every year now. <laughs> right, and you know what? You're that guy for us. Thank uh, you. you know, and we were already kind of talking offline about like uh, a potential movie already for, for next season. So be on the lookout for his next appearance because this is definitely not his last. We always yeah. enjoy the uh, the laughs and the insight uh, whenever you're on on the pod. For sure. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's very kind of you to say. Yeah. We'll definitely sure, send sure. you next season's episode list when that eventually forms. And uh, yeah, welcome back anytime and message us anytime. I'm sure. Oh, I just I just sent you guys a picture of like the cool runnings cast like mm-hmm. now from like a oh. convention appearance. So I want I want y'all to take a look at that and just have your little nostalgia brains be blown. Because <laughs> that's an anniversary movie too, right, Ken? I or think. Was well, it? yeah, it was in Cool Runnings like '93. Yep. You guys, we already did that, but yeah, yeah, we covered it yeah. Uh, um, last year. We covered it one year too yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> you know, damn. <laughs> wow, Doris. I know, right? Like, um, Yule looks exactly the Yule. same. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, my goodness. You should, Can I mean, you might as well man. share that in on your story, at least. I think I will. I will definitely yeah. do that. I'll put it's, that on I've the... I've never uh... seen... <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> Sanka, you dead? <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a good nostalgia movie. Well, guys, good job on Encino Man. We'll see you next week, and we'll teach you, hopefully, how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> good segue, y'all. Good job. <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> and that will be On The Real. <laughs> <laughs>